you know, people in sports are accepting contracts and cryptocurrency. Right. Uh, you didn't see that a year ago, right? Crypto has been around since 2010 is when Bitcoin came out, 2008, 2010. You didn't see that until just recently. Peace family, Will Roundtree here on the Full-Time CEO Podcast, The Shit They Don't Tell You, where I get to interview some pretty cool individuals from CEOs, COOs, entrepreneurs, influencers, and everything in between. But more importantly, today I have a very special guest. Uh, I mean, all my guests are special, <laughs> but this one is particularly special because I wanted to bring him on, not only to talk about his company, his vision, but more importantly, to educate people because I get people all the time reaching out to me asking about crypto. Do you believe in crypto? Is it here to, 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 for, for the long haul? Is it a scam? Is it this? Is it that? Well, first of all, you should do your own research. No different than when you're researching your favorite movie, you you online researching how to get the, the, the latest uh, sneaker drop. You need to do your research on the crypto space. But today I want to bring on an individual. Now, full disclaimer, uh, with this uh, company, I am a holder and a brand promoter of them. But I, again, I want to bring uh, Russ Armand on to talk about the crypto space, talk about his company, Saitama, and more importantly, just to educate people on the crypto space. So a little bit about Russ uh, uh, has an MBA uh, in business management with an emphasis in finance. So it would be safe to say, Russ, he, he knows a few things about money. <laughs> Former Berkshire Hathaway subsidiary owner, so he's used to owning some things, uh, very versed in, 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 I would assume, the real estate space. So I want to introduce to you guys my good friend, Russell Armand. How you doing, Russ? What's up, Will? How you doing, man? Appreciate it. Oh, man, I'm doing incredible, man. So first of all, thank you for taking time out of your busy day. I know uh, since June, uh, I can only imagine what your schedule has looked like. <laughs> so it's, it's crazy, man. Yeah, every day, every day is something new. Every day, it's it's calls, it's partnerships, is pushing the pushing the envelope uh, and pushing the the limits to what crypto is doing and what we're trying to do with it. So it's it's busy, but busy is good, man. I, I can appreciate that. Definitely, definitely. So before we jump into that, Russ, who who, who is Russ? You know, I always like to ask all my guests to just share a little bit about their background because sometimes people are like, well, what makes this person qualified? And it's not even necessarily about the qualifications. I really want people to just kind of know your story, how you got into what you're doing. So if you could just give us a few, you know, words about who, who is Russ. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, I, and I've been in business for quite some time and done, you know, a lot of different things, worn a lot of different hats. And in my experience, it's not really about credentials, right? Credentials don't really make you an expert in the field. Uh, you can, you know, be a doctor of something and not know everything, right? It's about experience in the industry. It's about um, personal character, ambitions, you know, things like that. That's what I look for in individuals. So myself specifically, um, you know, I have a military background, was in the military for eight years, uh, started my career very, very young uh, in that aspect, gained a lot of life skills, uh, leadership stability, uh, how to operate under pressure, how to look at things, you know, proactively take a different approach. And that's kind of what that military mentality and, and background brought to the table and incorporated that into business. So uh, upon separating from the military, I uh, extended my, you know, education bit through the business entity, uh, as you had mentioned earlier, had a subsidiary with Berkshire Hathaway as a 3PL. 
Um, I've ran some nonprofits. I've done a lot in investing, you know, real estate, uh, stocks, bonds of that nature. I had an opportunity with crypto years back and most like everybody else passed on it because there was just too many red flags. It didn't make a lot of sense to me. There was no education about it. It was just not enough for me to really dive into. Uh, but then I kept hearing about it over and over and over again. And people that I respected, you know, and I res value their opinion came to me and said, hey, you should really check crypto out. You should check it out. Um, so I did. I I started doing some digging. I started doing some small investing um, and I saw the potential and, you know, having a finance background and understanding how money works, how the economy works, how money flows from one way to another. I saw crypto as being much more than an opportunity for individuals to come and make money, but to really change the infrastructure locally here in the U.S. as well as abroad and how we handle currency moving forward, right, and how we can maximize its potential to allow people to be in charge of their money and to distribute some of that wealth. You know, traditionally now, 1% of the world makes up a majority of the economic infrastructure. They hold a lot of the money and people who hold the money hold the power. So if we can take some of that money and distribute it to the common people and the public, we can regain power of what we do daily and how we look at the economy and our internal infrastructure, as well as on our global side. So that kind of got me more involved into crypto and allowed me to take a deeper dive into it and realizing quickly there wasn't a lot of education and things to learn about. And I'm, you know, as a grown man was listening to 20 year old kids explain what crypto was, what blockchains are, what's DeFi currency, what's, you know, and what is an NFT, what's all these things. And, um, you know, and it's humbling, right? Personal by nature thinking, you know, a lot about business and money and being introduced into a world that's been there and is now growing so quickly, you know, it's very humbling, but uh, you, you take a different perspective on it and say, okay, I see what you guys have created. Now, how can I maximize this? Like, how can we really take this to the next level? Uh, and that's how we came up with Saitama and we have our vision and our goal. And that's where we've kind of been driven for the last, you know, going on a year now. So we've done some pretty tremendous things um, and we're kind of just getting started. So it's been pretty exciting. Wow, man, you said something that that was very interesting, Russ. You mentioned you didn't even really see it six years ago. Now you have a, your own crypto coin. Like, that's powerful. And, and I say the reason that stands out to me, Russ, is because a lot of times we think we've missed a wave or that something mm -hmm. is too late or that just something is impossible. But it really just starts with first being open mind enough to really understand what this shift that's taking place you know, in our financial system and, and really understanding that. Um, and like you say, being humbled enough to say, hey, I see 20 year olds becoming millionaires. <laughs> it must be something there. Because here's the thing, there are individuals who, who aren't that humble and say, well, what does this young person know? You know, and mm -hmm. so what was it, and I would assume besides just the money that really interests you about the crypto space. And then what is crypto for people who really don't understand that? Because I speak to people every day. They, they're like, well, I just don't get it. Yeah. Well, and really, crypto is still it's it is so new that, as you mentioned, maybe a group of 10 people, one person really knows what crypto is and they really don't know what it is. They just know enough about it. Maybe they 
they hold a little bit or they got themselves a wallet or they bought some, you know, some XRP or some Dogecoin. So, you know, whatever is kind of trending, they're like, yeah, you know, I bought a little bit of $50 worth here or there. Um, but again, they don't really know what it is, but they do have a functioning knowledge. They understand at least a little bit. Um, so what crypto is, is a digital asset. So now traditionally, how we do business, how we operate on a daily basis is with traditional like fiat, like paper money. Um, however you see that and however you use it, it's all the same. It's still fiat, whether you use your debit card, yeah, your credit card or loose bills, right, which are coming more and more or less used, especially now with the pandemic, people don't use dollars and cents, you know, there's your card or a touchless payment system. Um, but it's still at the end of the day, it's still fiat, it's still US dollars. Uh, now, if you think about it from an economic standpoint, like what gives the dollar value? Like what do we, what do we value the dollar at? We, the consumers, are the ones that give the dollar value. We're the ones that say what it's worth, and through the trades, internationally, and tariffs, that's what we disseminate. What that value is, it's based on trade and what we give it. The value we give it is no longer backed by the you know, the gold, right? It, the dollar used to be backed by the Federal Reserve and the gold, and it, it no longer is. It hasn't for a long time. So your everyday dollar is based off circulating supply and what the value is that we give it. And right now it's becoming less and less and less. And now as we continue to overpopulate the circulating supply of money into our economy, it becomes less and less valuable. Cryptocurrency, on the other hand, is a digital asset that allows you to trade freely and allows you to purchase goods at your will without having to utilize a traditional banking system. Now, the way that it's set up now, you still have to send crypto, sell it, send it to your bank and cash it out and buy something if you want. But the goal is to have everybody accepting crypto as payment so you don't have to utilize a banking system. For a perfect example, if I wanted to take $100 right now without crypto, uh, send it to my cousin in Turkey. You're telling me that I have to wait several days and I, now I have to spend 30 or to 40 to 50% on top of that just to get that transaction processed. Now, to me, that doesn't make any sense, right? It's my money. Why am I paying you to send my money somewhere else? So the idea behind crypto is you can send it immediately. If I wanted to send money to my cousin in Turkey, I wanted to send him $100. It cost me a few dollars to send and he can have that in his hand within seconds. So I'm taking out the middleman. I'm taking out some of these uh, corporate banking structures. I'm taking out the fees gained and gathered and I'm making it a streamlined, universal asset for everybody to use, right? It's not the yen, it's not the dollar, it's not the peso, it's, it's crypto. It's very, it, it's meant to have a purpose that can be used internationally and you can be in control of your own assets and your own money. Um, you're not paying fees. You're not paying an APR. Um, I'm not loaning you $100, putting $100 in my savings account for you to give me 0.0001% interest. I'm investing $100 of my own money to make money on it. So now you can't take that and loan it to the guy down the street on a 20% interest rate. Right. right. It's not fair, but it's been happening for so long that it's become the norm, right? But people have to understand that you do have choices, you have options. You can be in control of your own money. And that's why you have people that are in their 20s that are millionaires because they're in charge of their own money, right? Their people are not putting their money in the bank anymore. And why would you? You don't trust them. I don't trust them. They're crooks. So <laughs> I would take my own money and invest it where I please. 
right. and pay myself. Make your money work for you. Don't let somebody else get rich off your money. You know, it's yours. You earned it. You do whatever you feel. So yeah, no, that, the first time I saw the power of crypto, Russ, I remember I did a project with uh, this company and uh, they paid me in crypto. And what they paid me within a couple weeks, it had already made money. Yeah. Like that, that blew my mind where typically if I perform a project, somebody pays me, let's say 500 bucks, it's 500, but then I get taxed on it and you know, whatever, whatever. Versus now yeah. somebody pays me a 500 in crypto and it, it, the, the, the value actually went up the very next day. But then it had multiplied over the course of about a week or two. And so that right there was enough for me to be a believer several years ago. And so with that being said, like, why do you think it's still hard for people to really understand, okay, is crypto just a fad? Is it a scam? Like, wh why do you think it's still hard for some people to see? And, not, and again, they, they don't have to fully understand it, but often say success leaves clues. So what do you say to those individuals? I mean, I say that there's just why they probably said is just there isn't enough information out there right now, right? There's not enough education content. There's not enough, um, you know, really solid material for people to look up. So when I got into crypto and I wanted to learn more about it, I had to really dig to find really good content for me to learn about. Um, I couldn't go down to the local community college and take a course on crypto because it's not available. Um, I couldn't buy a crypto for dummies book because there just isn't one out there. Uh, they're just, I was relying on videos on YouTube, Reddit forums, you know, uh, people I know in the industry, you know, friends of mine, and really just involved, taking myself and throwing it in the middle of the space. Like, okay, I'm a sponge. Just show me everything you know about it. Learn from people that are in the space that have been doing it for a while. You know, and I just absorbed the information from every single place that I could. Um, and that being a big lack of the industry now is the available content and education portion, uh, which we're kind of putting together so we can also educate people on what it is. Because the more people know about it and really what it is and how crypto can be beneficial to you, the more comfortable they'll feel about it. Now, right now, they feel maybe the majority of the population is skeptic just because they don't have enough information they're not educated on it enough and that's not to their fault there just isn't available material out there for people um and the the space in general is still it's not regulated by the sec so there's still some skepticism around that and then insurance and then let's be honest, it's still a little bit like the wild wild west right there's not a lot of regulations involved um other countries are starting to really crack down on the regulations and giving some governance and structure to it which is great which will help out tremendously i think it's not going to be very long until the united states does the same thing to where they put regulations in place and people ask all the time they, is that good for crypto if the government gets involved and puts regulations in i say well of course because if it's regulated and if it's mandated and oversaw by somebody, it gives it a couple of things. It gives it stability, you know, it gives it recognition, it gives people peace of mind, right? Because people are under the assumption most of the time that if the government's involved, it's a pure thing, right? Which <laughs> is not necessarily the case, but it does give it some structure. Right? So, and the only reason I think there is some skepticism behind, you know, Congress and that is because they can't figure out how to put their taxation laws into it. Right. And once that happens, then it'll blow up. Right. And if I look at the space and what it's done in the last 12 months, uh, it's incredible. I mean, just look at what happened 
uh, with the Staples Center. You know, Crypto.com did that bid, $700 million. Oh. Crypto.com Arena, crazy. Uh, I see it every, I, I don't watch a lot of TV. I'll, I'll watch sports and stuff here and there. So I'll catch some commercials. <clears throat> every other commercial is a Robinhood commercial, a crypto commercial, an NFT commercial, you know. Um, it's crazy. You know, you're getting all these celebrity endorsements, you know, and you're getting all these people that are really big into the space and patch my, you know, people in sports are accepting contracts and cryptocurrency. Right. Uh, you didn't see that a year ago, right? Crypto has been around since 2010 is when Bitcoin came out, 2008, 2010. You didn't see that until just recently, right? I would say the last 12 months. And it's still really, really early. It reminds me a lot of kind of like the dot-com era, right? When we first launched the World Wide Web and people were out, you know, snatching up domain names left and right. And then they were making tons of money on them. You know, if you're around for the area and you're kind of familiar with how that worked, it reminds me a lot about that because some people even then thought it was a scam. Like, what's this internet business? It's a scam, <laughs> right? Electronic mail, this is gonna it's gonna fad, it's gonna die off in the next two months. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna know what that is. And now we can't function without the internet, right? right. Take away Wi-Fi, and I don't know about I, I'm, I don't know what to do with myself if I can't I can't do business, I can't communicate, you know. And, and people now, especially kids, they grow up on you have Wi-Fi on everything, right? Schools Wi-Fi. Back in the day, like when computers came out, you know, I was in high school and all this stuff. Like we had like two computers in the entire school, right? And it was like, oh, you don't really need it. Now I got every single student has a computer and you can't function without it. Right. So it's just pretty soon the next five to 10 years, you know, traditional uh, fiat dollars and banking and all that stuff is going to go away. It'll be all, you know, digital, digital currency, digital assets, cryptocurrency. And I think that some of these major banks are getting on board with it now because they see the writing on the wall, right? These yeah. banks are starting to create their own tokens. Like, well, you'll have a, a Wells Fargo coin right, or a Chase Manhattan cryptocurrency, right? So they'll still find a way to get their money, but they're going to lose a ton of their bottom line, right? The revenue is just going to be depleted. Um, but hey, that's what happens. Like if you don't change, you know, with the future, if you don't give people what they want, somebody else will come along and find somebody a better solution. Somebody definitely will. And now I know one of the things too, just in dialogue with people, when people think of crypto, they only think of Bitcoin, you know? And, and, and so what, what makes a good coin? Because I know there's a lot of different coins. You know, of course we got, you know, Saitama. Uh, what, what makes a good coin? How do you determine which coin to invest in? Uh, Cause you know, there's been some coins where people put in, I, I think I had read somewhere, someone put in a hundred bucks with uh, Saitama and it was worth, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I forgot the exact number, but they became a multimillionaire. And so like, what is it that one should even look for to determine if it's a good coin? I know market caps and all those different things. I mean, so when you're looking at crypto and investing, it's still, there's no, you know, foolproof plan, right? If there's still risk involved, then with any kind of investment, the more risk, the more reward. Right. But you have to understand that. So some of these cryptocurrencies have certain things like a utility, like they'll, they'll never go away because they serve a purpose. They have life. So your more traditional coins that do something, Solana, Cardano, XRP, that have utility and serve a purpose on the blockchain, they're not going to go away. They're going to be there forever. So Bitcoin, Ethereum, those are the main blockchain coins. They're kind of like the head of the snake, right? So they're never going to go away. But I look at percentages, right? So if I'm thinking as an early investor, 
if I buy a Bitcoin right now at whatever the price valuation of Bitcoin is today, $40,000, $50,000, in order for me to double my money, Bitcoin has to hit $100,000. Will Bitcoin hit $100,000? 100%. When? I don't know, next year or two, maybe. So you will, if I was an investor, if I wanted to buy Bitcoin right now, I could essentially double my money, pretty much guaranteed within the next few years. Now, if I wanted to do like you're saying, will turn $100 into a million, then it's a much higher risk process with that. You have to get into a coin when it first, first launches, when it has no investors, with very small market cap, meaning that there's very little volume there, not a lot of holders, only a few people invested in it. Uh, and now the risky part of that is finding one that you know is going to do well. Correct. That you know, or that you don't know, but you feel like is going to do well. They have a good, you know, a uh, good development team. They have a good white paper, meaning that they have good structure in the coin. They have a roadmap that says they want to accomplish X, Y, and Z in the next four to six months. Uh, and more importantly, is how they deliver on that, right? Because how they deliver will ultimately make them successful or not. Because a lot of coins get launched every day, and most of them don't make it, right? They just don't. The best thing that I can tell people that want to invest in crypto and do those major, major returns, um, first of all, you never want to invest in anything that you don't feel comfortable in losing, right? You don't want to take a second mortgage out on your home to invest in anything, regardless of what it is. You know, I, I wouldn't recommend that to anybody. The idea of investing is taking money that is extra or disposable, right? I tell people, if you want to invest in anything, don't invest what you would not take out in your driveway and set on fire. It's money you don't need to live. It's money you don't need to pay your bills. It's money that you can do with or without, right? Take your girlfriend out on a nice date or put a couple hundred bucks into crypto. You know, that's your choice, but that's extra money. Correct. So finding those, those, those tokens that are, you know, your hidden gems, so to speak, just takes a lot of research and kind of looking at different aspects. Like I have a system for myself when I look at different coins, like this one may, may or may not do well. This one could do well. This one won't do well. You know, I, I just look at a lot of different things to see in my own opinion, if it will succeed or not. Right. And sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, there's no foolproof plan, but then you have tokens like us that are still early, but have already set, in motion a roadmap for success, right? Like we're gonna be around for a long time. Like it's still in its early stages to where people can still make a substantial amount of money in crypto in general. I think all good coins are gonna go up significantly over time, but we're not as big as Bitcoin or Ethereum, Like The amount of time it'll take for us right now to double is much, much sooner than what it would take a Bitcoin to double. So that's why I look at percentages. Right. How much money is involved? How many holders? What's the market cap? And what is the overall, you know, percentage of increase or return on investment that I'm going to get? And the chances and time frame in which it'll take me to get there. Where can that's someone, how you make money. Where, where can someone go to even get just if someone who's a novice, they watch this this interview and they know nothing about crypto, but they want to just start with a fifty hundred dollar investment. Where could they even go just to get some basic information? There, there isn't a lot. I mean, that's the whole thing. There isn't a lot of information on that. So there's traditional like 
hot wallets, right? Like a Coinbase wallet, Trust wallet, you know, and they have centralized exchanges like crypto.com and, um, you know, Robinhood and these other ones. So you can go on there and anybody can create an account on those, right? But you can only buy certain coins on there. And the ones that are usually available on those platforms are already pretty well established, you know, meaning that they already have a pretty high market cap. And you're not going to get a huge ROI on those coins and a short term. Those are what's called more of like a long term hold, like like the Ethereum and the Cardano, you know, uh, Solana. Those, those ones are like long term holds that you're going to see the benefit, right? You're going to make money on them, but it's just going to take a little bit longer because they already have such a high market cap. But it's a very low risk, low reward play, right? But that low risk, low reward play is still going to be much, much better than putting your money in a savings account or a traditional CD or Roth or whatever, right? Much faster, much, much faster. Um, but yeah, to get those bigger hits, right? Those the hidden gems and make, like, say, Tom, like you said, $100 into a million, um, you have to go through different resources. Right? It goes like a Uniswap portal, um, or if it's a BSC coin, one to like a pancake swap. Um, we have on our website instructions specific like on how to get ours. And we're actually releasing our own platform, which will make it much easier for the general consumer to buy crypto. Because we'll have like a card to crypto payment system to where you can buy crypto with your debit card through your bank. You know, and do a KYC process and all that, and make it much much easier. And this and this is your wallet, correct? Yeah, it's an actual wallet, similar to like a trust wallet or a Coinbase wallet or whatever. It'll be our own SATA mask wallet that you can Same. download on the App Store and all that stuff. And then you can even buy other coins with it too, not just ours. You can buy other ones. Right. And then we'll have education on there and all kinds of stuff. And before we go into the SATA wallet, because I definitely want to touch on that before you had made mention of it. Do you feel people should diversify and purchase multiple coins. Cause some, I get a lot of people say, well, I only want this or Dogecoin or whatever. Should people diversify? Is that recommended? I mean, investments like anything, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket, even in crypto. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of coins out there that I think will do well. Right. Um, and then if you have a diversified portfolio, just like in stocks, you don't want to hold just one company stock or be a shareholder in one business. You want to diversify. So that way, if one is down, you're not at a loss, right? You may be even because another one is up. Okay. So your whole for the whole day, you're good. You may be up or you may be down a little or you're even, but you're never going to be all the way down or all the way up. Okay. Right? And then on a good day, maybe everybody's in the green and you're winning, right? You're winning. You're up, you know, tenfold. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of other promising coins out there. And that's the beauty of crypto. Everything, there's enough room for there to be multiple you know, successful coins out there because each one does something different. Definitely. You know, it's not like when you go to, uh, to the grocery store and you're like, I can pay with this dollar bill or I can pay with this dollar bill. You know, they're both the same. It makes no difference. But in crypto, each one does something specific and unique and you can't have one without the other sometimes. So, you know, it's great to diversify. It just depends on uh, when your entry point is. You may make more on one as, you know, opposed to the other, just depending on, when you bought it this is about right. timing in the market can a person go to the store right now and spend the their their crypto can they cash it out like a person say you know what i made two hundred thousand dollars over the past 12 months uh and i'm ready to cash out like how do they get their money out does it convert to cash can they spend it like cash how does that work 
Uh, well, two different ways. So some places accept crypto as payment, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of countries accept crypto as payment where you can do it at the grocery store. Uh, you can pay your taxes in crypto. You can buy a car in crypto. Um, some places in the U.S. you can too. And they even have Bitcoin ATMs to where you just plug your wallet into it, your digital wallet, and you can withdraw U.S. dollars from your crypto account um, where you leave it in there. Or if you want to do it in a large sum, like I said, what, $200,000, you have to send it to like a, uh, a decentralized exchange somewhere, set up an account, do KYC and link your bank account to it and send it to your bank account. You can do like a express where it's like takes seconds um, or if it's a large amount of money, it takes like a day or two, but it's just like any wire transfer. It's pretty quick, but then you pay taxes on it. So depending on, how long you've had it, you're looking at capital gains tax. Um, it, they treat crypto right now as personal property. So that's how they tax and classify it. If you had a normal W-2 paying job and you made 50,000 a year, and then you withdrew $50,000 from your crypto wallet to your bank account, now you're paying taxes on $100,000. So it puts you into a different tax bracket. Uh, and everything else. I mean, you can still write off most of your investment and you can write off whatever you want, but at the end of the day, you're still paying taxes on dollars earned. Right? So when you... Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, so, so like, you you know, your traditional W-2 job, you file as, you know, zero, one, however many dependents you have. So that is how they determine how much federal tax to withhold. Um, based on your dependent signature line through your W-2 when you, you know, hire and do your payroll. So you are filing zero, zero dependents, right? You're paying the max amount or one or whatever, you're paying the max amount of uh, withholdings because you anticipate getting your tax return at the end of the year. Now, if you have four kids and you're like, I'm going to claim four, they're going to take very little tax. And at the end of the year, you're not going to get much back, but you're not going to owe anything. And that's based off of your projected salary. Now, you inject $50,000 of alternative income into that via crypto. Now you're going to owe taxes because you didn't make 50,000, you made a hundred thousand and you filed, you know, four dependents. So you didn't really pay any federal tax. Right. And now if you held it for less than 12 months, you're paying capital gains tax of like 28%. But if you have a good enough attorney and right. you know, uh, see if you can hide all that money, right? Like according to the IRS, like I don't make any money, right? I'm poor. <laughs> uh, but I also have assets and I do a lot of different things. You know, like I, I paid tax my entire life. They, the more I get to keep, the better, right? Definitely. Now, can you roll that um, that capital gains into like the 1031 exchange like you do with the real estate capital gains? You can. There's a lot. There's not a lot of law, crypto law, tax law right now, right? So there's a lot of uh, ways around it, right? There's, and I don't want to say it to be mischievous, but there's yeah. loopholes all over the place, right? Um, and if you're paying full taxes, then you're not doing it right, man, because there's always ways to get around it. Because you know what? They would do the same to you. So it's your money, man. You earned it. They're just trying to take a piece of it. So the, le the less you got to pay, the better, you know? All the successful people on the planet, you think they're paying full taxes? No, right. not a chance. Right. No, absolutely. So now let's yeah. jump into this wallet. Uh, say the mask. Uh, I had an opportunity to actually see you guys kind of unveil it at the uh, uh, conference you held out here in Las Vegas. Uh, thank you for the invite, by the way. And so uh, talk to us about this wallet. How does it work? And uh, what? And I know that's something that you guys are going to be uh, fully launching here shortly. 
And um, does it give you guys an advantage in a marketplace? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so the, the tech that we're launching, our platform, would be available through the app store called Satamask. It's a platform that kind of is a universal platform. You know, right now, if you want to, you know, buy crypto, you got to download a wallet, right? Anybody that's buying crypto, you have to have a wallet of some kind, right. a digital wallet. Uh, there's a few out there right now. Uh, they serve a purpose, uh, but they're kind of limited in capacity and what they do. The interface is a little bit outdated. Uh, and they're kind of, like I said, the functionality of it is a little difficult. So the platform that we're releasing, it does several things. It'll have your traditional storage, right? your wallet storage capability to where you can buy crypto and keep it there. You can house it and you can also stake it to where you're getting an APR in your coins, similar to like a savings account, but we're not doing 0.0002%. You know, we're doing dynamic staking upwards of like 10%. So you're getting crazy passive income on your crypto. Like you're basically just storing it there in a vault and earning massive amounts of passive income on it. Uh, aside from that function, you know, we'll have a swap capability to where you can exchange one crypto for another. Um, we'll have our educational platform on there where you can learn a little bit about crypto, uh, whether it's through, you know, our actual wallet itself with some videos and tutorials, or they'll have links to our partnerships to where you can actually do like paid content and read and actually take coursework through. Wow. Um, or I have like an NFT marketplace where you can go and buy NFTs. We'll have, you know, a state of social where you can actually socialize and interact with other people in the community, create content. And then of course we'll have our gaming, like our play to earn style games that are real big now for people to play the games that we've created and you can actually earn crypto while you're playing it. And there's just a lot of stuff, but the idea is it's going to be all on one centralized app, one platform. So you you don't need to close your your wallet down, open up OpenSea to go buy an NFT, and then send it here to send it there, uh, and then open up your gaming app. Like, like everything will all be centralized and on one location, so it just makes it so much easier. And it's not very complex. It's very user friendly. No matter if you're brand new to crypto or if you're a you know a pioneer, you can do everything you want to do very easily. So that's that's kind of the ideology behind it. And a big part of it is being the education part. Right? We want to educate people about crypto and teach them how to use it and uh, be more well versed with it. Yeah, no, that definitely sounds like a game changer, Russ. And man, I'm not gonna lie. You know, even though I'm an investor in crypto, I don't understand 100 percent. Like you mentioned, out of 10 people, one person who may know about it, they may not even fully understand. And I think that this wallet is going to be a game changer just from, you know, the, the the simplicity of, like you say, of having to go here and have a gas fee and all this uh, other stuff. So uh, as we wrap up, Russ, a uh, couple things. Well, one thing I want to mention, you know, and I've been fortunate enough to be around you a couple of times in some social settings. You're starting to be known just on a first name basis, man. Like, that's how you know you get becoming famous when you're just Russ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, man, like the power of, of what you've built in your team and being able to pull in all of these brand ambassadors and celebrity uh, uh, co-signs and company partnerships. Like what has been the premise of that? And, you know, how has the community been accepting of what you guys have built? I mean, you guys rented out the whole club out here in Las Vegas and they got your, 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 your logos all over the place. You did something at the Staples Center, which is now Crypto.com. Like, what has that been like for you and just how have you been able to develop those relationships? 
I mean, it's all about networking, right? And it's about, it's easy to sell when you're not selling. When you get people involved and you talk to people like you and I are talking now, um, you inform them, right? And, and it's easy to see the future, right? People uh, that have a little bit of knowledge and have been around a little while can see the benefit of what we're trying to do and right. see the direction and the vision of where we're headed. So it's not a hard sell, man. It's not like we're, we're out here trying to sell the latest line of Tupperware and people are like, oh, man, I've seen that before. No, like this is all brand new and right. people are really excited about it, man. They're like, hey, that's awesome. What you guys are doing is really incredible. And it's it just aligns that way. People want to be involved. They're not as a brand ambassador, not as somebody that's trying to just make a quick buck, but someone that wants to be involved in the movement. Like, hey, we really see what you guys are doing. We want to be involved any which way we can because, hey, we're trying to get there too. Like, we're, we're all learning. Everyone's learning. They want to get on board with it and they see the writing on the wall and they just want to get behind it. You know, and our community, especially, has been just overly. Uh, ecstatic and just very supportive of everything that we've done so far and you know and the direction and the vision that we have is is unlike any other so it's just um, naturally when good things happen and you promote positivity and you kind of manifest these things good things happen right and people start to gravitate towards that and then more people to gravitate towards it the bigger you become and then they attract more people you know it's kind of the concept of manifestation and just creating positivity to where uh it's it's contagious and it's, it's really is because i'm talking to you right now and then you turn around and you're talking about satama and crypto to a friend of yours at dinner tomorrow they're talking they get excited about it they're talking to somebody else the next thing you know like you said they see us down at staples center broadcasted down there and like i know these guys man i've talked to these guys no, because we're all individuals that are very, very common, very, um, you know, we're not business juggernauts out here. We're not Fortune 500 CEOs. We're regular as people trying to make a difference, you know, just like everybody else. Uh, we just have the knowledge and the passion and resources to make it happen. So more people we get on board, you know, the faster this thing is, is gone. Yeah. And when I saw the power of it is uh, when I was uh, posting from the conference and I'm posting, you know, just the different events that I was able to attend people reached out to me and started purchasing just because they saw me connected. Like that's the power of like what you guys have built. So, you know, I salute you and you guys are giving, and this is how I look at it, Russ, as we wrap up, you guys are giving the average everyday individual an opportunity to really change their financial situation. You know, somebody can could invest, I mean, a hundred bucks. And as you mentioned, it's not about going to take out a mortgage, but, even if you just put 10% aside from each dollar and uh, invest that slowly into, you know, you guys coin, like the, the impact that that could have on that entire family financially in the next, let's just say six months is powerful, man. And, and I've been around you, seen your work ethic, you're relentless, you believe in the brand and, and, and I salute you, Russ. And, and I hope, you know, those who uh, are, are, are looking to invest in Saitama, uh, definitely sees just your um, just your commitment because I know that's one of the things with a lot of these coins you have people who've done pump and dumps and all these different things man so I definitely salute you so uh, Russ uh, as we wrap up how can people stay in touch with you how can they uh, you know uh, invest into this coin where can they go to, to just follow Russ yeah, I mean you can follow me on Twitter our main page is at NUSITAMA it's at and use Saitama token or whatever. Uh, we're, we're everywhere, man. Like uh, I'm on Twitter, Saitama Guru. Uh, our website, uh, SaitamaToken.com. We're all over social medias. 
Uh, we're everywhere, man. We got merchandise stores. We got tons of people out there representing Saitama, talking about Saitama. We got expos coming up. Uh, we got all kinds of events that we're constantly doing all the time, outreach programs. I'm always online doing, you know, podcasts like this with you, uh, YouTube live streams with different uh, influencers. I get hit up every day, all the time. And I'm always, you know, accepting to come and get, take an invitation to come and speak on a podcast like this or a YouTube stream. So I'm, I'm all over the place. Uh, you know, we're, we're, we're a team. So we're all doing stuff all the time. We're, we're everywhere. We're inevitable. So, I mean, it really, it, it don't take, you don't have to flip over too many rocks to find something. <laughs> we're, we're there. So. No, definitely, man. Well, Russ, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. Uh, family, make sure y'all stay locked in and, and, and jump on the train. That's all I'm going to say. I'm a believer. As I mentioned, I'm a holder as well as an ambassador. And, and, and I'm having fun just being on this journey because I get to step in the realm. That's not necessarily uh, something that uh, I necessarily know 100% about, but I've learned so much. And, and again, I appreciate Russ. So uh, so this is the, the, the end of this episode. Family, make sure y'all stay locked in. Make sure you subscribe, comment, and share this information. More importantly, because in the crypto space, it's definitely not going anywhere. So I appreciate you tuning in to the full-time CEO podcast, The Shit They Don't Tell You, where I'm sitting here with my man, who's known on a first-name basis, Russ. S-A-Tama. Okay. <laughs> and so until then, I'll see y'all on the other side. Peace. Peace.